happy, happy birthday to the cabin. To us, indeed. Kind of, sort of. I mean, our birthday is technically January 31st, but this is our closest episode to that. So happy birthday to us, you guys. Closest one before it. And it's nice to reach the terrible twos. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. We're going to get a lot fussier now. (laughs) Please stick with us. (laughs) Are we going to get fussier? I hope not. I cannot take a a bad review about that. (laughs) I want us to get fussier. Okay, there it is. Uh, Just start saying no to everything. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the best fish fry, Eric? No. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) We're officially two years old. All right. Awesome. Do you guys? Do you know who else's birthday week it is? Well, yes. I think we're talking about the same person whose birthday would have been a week and a day ago. Would have been a week and a day ago, as we speak. Yeah, we should. The biggest bummer news I've ever had on a New Year's Eve. No kidding. Everyone's bummer news. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about Betty White, the icon. Yeah. The legend. Who, when I heard that news, I had to legitimately think back to the, the episodes that we had recorded already to see if we had mentioned her. Because, Somehow. you know, sometimes Betty White just comes up. Sometimes she comes in a conversation. Well, yeah. you never thought she'd pass. It's like Keith Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Bob Saget. Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> that was a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but very, I mean, not it's its not exciting, but I was really surprised when I read the fun fact that Betty White will also be laid to rest in Wisconsin. What a uh, weird tourism bump for that yeah, town. <laughs> her, her agent's been back and forth. You okay. know, she was born in Illinois, maybe there, California, she lived most of her yeah. life here, maybe there. But she always wanted to be buried next to her husband, Alan right. Ludden, uh, in a beautiful setting in Mineral Point, which is in yeah. a gorgeous area. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to. Take a dirt nap. Why not do it in Mineral Point? Did you just call it a dirt nap? <laughs> he did. I'm he did. okay. All right. I think we're done with this conversation. Well, what's the? Can anybody name all the Golden Girls? Like the what their names are. I'll start I... with one. Blanche Devereaux. Eric, you got one. Uh, uh, Dorothy's Bornack. Excellent. Wow. Pass. Okay. Who comes up with Bornack as a TV name? I don't know. Right? It. Uh, and then Betty White's was um, Rose Nyland. Nyland. Yes. And then what was the mom's name? Sophia. What was her last name? I don't know what her last name was. But you know what, Josh? Picture it. Sicily, 1927. <laughs> wow. We did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well okay. done. Well, That's three and a half. Her real name was Estelle Girl, Getty, so. and she was younger than B. Arthur. So That's right. Yeah, that was, that funny. was <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> so Golden Girls, yeah, we were doing that on New Year's Eve. Uh, we did what everybody else in the, in the country was pretty much doing, streaming a Golden Girls marathon. Nice. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, we never really got a chance to give her a shout out. And she has so many Wisconsin ties. You know, mm-hmm. not only her, her husband, Ellen Ludden, was from here. She performed at Melody Top and so many other places in Milwaukee and across the state throughout her career and everything. So oh. she always had close ties to Wisconsin. So she did. Big shout out to her. So happy birthday to us. And here's to you, Betty. I thought you were going to do like a thank you for being a friend sound effect or something oh, like that. Audio Swing it up, <laughs> How could you? Missed All right. Yes. Don't <laughs> worry. We're talking fish fries pretty soon here. So, but first. Does that have a transition at all? No. Okay. Well, mi- we didn't mention it at all in the, uh, in the intro. <laughs> that's we got called all, a cold open. We got Eric. all up on Betty and, you know. As we sure should. People are like, is this the fish fry episode I clicked on? It What's is. going on? Uh, the Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association. And this week we're featuring Jackson County, which of course was named for Michael Jackson after the success of both Off the Wall and Thriller. Mm. Probably. I, no? 
Eric, should I not let you go rogue on these? Uh... <laughs> oh, okay, fine. It was named for former President Andrew Jackson. Okay, that sounds right. better. Formed in 1853. Yeah, I guess that makes the Andrew Jackson claim the most likely. It is exactly <laughs> 1,000 square miles in total area. Wow. I'm okay. a numbers geek. I kind of think that's cool. Are you uh, only a numbers geek? Oh, I'm a geek on so many levels. There you know it that. is. Thank you. <laughs> Black River Falls, the county seat, and uh, right near... Black River Falls, about eight miles southwest, is the unincorporated area of Disco, Wisconsin. Hey. Yes, just follow the beat <laughs> to find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the BGs ever came, you know, Barry Gibb ever came to Jackson County, he would go to Disco. Uh, and the Ho-Chunk Nation's headquarters are in Jackson County. They're the county's largest single employer. Mm. And the headquarters right there in Black River Falls. I got a question for you, Jackson County. Yes. Now, in all of your travels, did you ever stop at the Barbie's restaurant? which is in that Flying J truck stop right off the interstate? <laughs> no, I've not. I that, usually go to Sand Creek Brewing and the Taco John's that's right there. Ooh. Get some potato Olays. Like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie's is long since gone, but we used to stop there all the time on our way through. Truck stop buffets. You can't beat them. Yeah, yeah that's true, man. They're hearty helpings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Well, The Cabin is also presented by our friends at WCA Group Health Trust this week. Uh, They are the trusted health benefit partner that assists Wisconsin counties, municipalities, and school districts throughout Wisconsin. They are reminding our listeners that January isn't just about calling for blood donations with Blood Donor Awareness Month. It's also Thyroid Disease Awareness Month. So if you don't know, the thyroid gland makes hormones that influence your body's metabolic processes, and thyroid disorders can range from an enlarged gland that doesn't really require treatment, but it can also be as problematic as life-threatening cancer. Oftentimes, problems associated with thyroid are associated with abnormal production of thyroid hormones. If it's producing too much, you have hyperthyroidism. Too little, you have hypothyroidism. And to break HIPAA, that's me. Um, (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay. uh, Although either can be unpleasant or uncomfortable, most thyroid problems are really easy to manage if diagnosed and treated. Uh, Disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I just paid for an entire bachelor's degree pretending that I was going to be one. I was going to say, you're a sciencey person. <laughs> yeah. there, Dave, yes, you are. Yes. I have a biochem degree, <laughs> but I'm not a doctor. But be familiar with these types of issues and talk to your doctor if you have any concerns. Health is important so that we can all get out and enjoy Wisconsin. So if you want to see more wellness tips, you can go to wcaght.org. WCA Group Health Trust, your partner in health. All right. Shall we? Inflame this situation. Mm-hmm. That didn't sound as great as you thought it did. Heat up the oil. Very. Thank you, Dave. Yes, let's get the. Oh, very good. The fish fry oil. There, there we go. Inflaming <laughs> doesn't sound. Ready to drop a few fillets in that oil and make for a delicious meal. There yeah. we go. Because All right. we are talking about one of the most 101 things about Wisconsin, and it is the Friday night fish fry mm-hmm. honestly i'm actually surprised it took us this long to get to this episode yeah <laughs> i was stunned we haven't covered this as a topic already yeah i i don't know how i don't know why 107 episodes here. in with some bonuses and we have not covered fish fries yet but you know what we're finally here guys i know it's we're about finally time. Here. worth the wait yeah i do okay but we have to start this off with some questions because i really want to talk about and eric i'm sure that you have these i want to talk about the history of the fish fry mm-hmm. why it became so popular and like such a staple in supper clubs for Wisconsinites, all that kind of fun stuff. Do you have yeah. history for me? Before we do some. that, 
Can we introduce our guest? Oh, sorry. I thought, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I would get history from Eric. So he can participate. Wow. I thought I would get history from Eric and then. Okay. I'm so sorry. I What a terrible host I am. <laughs> Welcome back for the third time, which officially is a record here in the cabin. Hey. True. Josh Osterman. I thought you were going to lead it off with the... You know, episode 92, the number one most downloaded podcast <laughs> in the cabin history in the first seven days of release. You have, to, you have, to, you have to put that Very caveat nice. to it Oh yeah, within the first seven <laughs> days. Yeah. But I'm back. <laughs> you, know when he, you know when he steps into the cabin, you're about to hear some passionate food knowledge. Oh, passionate yeah. food knowledge, but also, I mean, someone who is a, who's a big fan of the cabin to be both in it and a listener of it. So I welcome. Love, love the cabin. Welcome back. <laughs> Josh, thank you for being here. You okay. guys, you all did an excellent job with the Eau Claire episode when Matt came in and you did a deep dive. Loved it. I approved of it. Even me Claire. calling, uh, well, <laughs> what, what, what is it? Rays? It's Rays. Rays, yeah. 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 A dive. The best hot, hot beef oh, and yeah, hot I ham in the state. We <laughs> knew that you were going to get upset when he called it a dive. Well, well. you know, <laughs> each their own. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway back history. to my original question. History <laughs> of the fish fry. Well, dive bars and fancy restaurants alike love to do fish fries, so mm-hmm. come fry with me. And oh, we'll my. Do a little, this is why I'm not a singer, we'll do a little uh, <laughs> brief history here. Now, fish fries are popular more so in Wisconsin than anywhere else in the country. I mean, you'll find them in certain places, but they take on a special significance here, and that's due to, first of all, our incredible access to freshwater fish. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a plentiful, and it has been through history. Uh, But two things really made the fish fry a staple in restaurants and taverns everywhere. Uh, One is religious. It's Catholicism. Mm -hmm. So many of the uh, European Catholics who came over here, mainly in the mid and late 1800s, followed that rule about on Friday nights, you were not to eat meat, but you could eat fish. Mm. And, uh, you know, we all know the reasons. Well... If you care, you know the reason why. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, they modified that rule in the well, probably the mid-century, mid-20th century, uh, that, okay, just on Fridays during Lent, mm-hmm. uh, which we're about to go into here pretty soon. But, you know, some people, it just became such a staple every Friday night. It doesn't matter if it's Lent or not. It just kicks into overdrive during Lent. But Catholicism was one of the reasons, and frankly, it's cheaper to take your wife and kids out for fish than a steak. <laughs> So that became popular. Uh, The other thing that really kicked it into gear in the 1930s was prohibition. A lot of these taverns that served uh, food couldn't, and they couldn't serve alcohol Mm -hmm. legally during prohibition, but fish were plentiful. They could buy it, fry it up, serve it, and make it a special occasion for people. So taverns were able to survive by selling fish fries, primarily on Friday nights. That sustained them through prohibition. Kind Hmm. of replaced the bar culture with another social mm-hmm. kind of gathering for a meal. Exactly. So that was, yeah, from Prohibition, which is what, 1919 to 1933, that really helped them mm-hmm. make it through. I do have a question mm-hmm. about when a traditional fish fry is served. What is with the slice of bread? What purpose does it serve? Well, uh, first of like all, roll? you want carbs yeah. because we're Wisconsinite. I mean, it is. That is a plate of carbs. Second of all, well, and it depends. If you have baked fish, it's very low carb. It's wonderful. If you have fried fish, it's higher carb, and it's that much more wonderful. <laughs> more wonderful. But, you know, bread was always considered, you know, aside for, with almost any meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people like to take fried fish and make little fish sandwiches out of it, so that's one of the reasons mm. for the bread. Uh, rye and marble rye became one of the most popular options. Yep. 
for fish. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, they pair so well together. I can't explain why, Mm -hmm. but you get some some onions on there. Yeah. Rye bread, butter, and some onions. It's wonderful. A little tartar (laughs) sauce. So it just became, and there became all these staples. So you had your fish, you had your bread. Uh, Coleslaw became a very popular Mm -hmm. side with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, really cabbage is a very popular vegetable that's been grown here for so long. So that was one of the ways to use cabbage, which is a very healthy probiotic vegetable too. So that counters the health, you know, Mm -hmm. fried fish isn't the healthiest (laughs) thing, even though fish is very good for you. Uh, But little cabbage helps. And of course, a little bit of the Whatever makes it coleslaw <laughs> makes it that much better. Yep. And then um, mayonnaise. And, and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. And then a potato, some sort of potato side. And uh, a lot of times it's French fries. Sometimes it's hash browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but potato pancakes became a big, big staple. And that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and potato pancakes can vary widely. Yep. <laughs> I've had some wonderful ones, and I've had some just greasy, nasty ones. Yeah. But if they do a potato pancake right. With whatever the little uh, spices are on it, mm-hmm. it's just absolutely heavenly. Hmm. How big are your potato pancakes that you like to dive into? Uh, they're usually about, I don't know, say three inches yeah. diameter, something like that. Okay. And a thickness of maybe half an inch. So the thickness matters when it comes to a potato pancake. I've absolutely. had them where they're too thick and they're too big. And it's just, it's a, it's a smushed hash brown at that point. Mm-hmm. But the potato pancakes that are, look what you're talking about, three to four inches in diameter, maybe a half inch thick, ooh, nice little <laughs> crisp on the outside, put a little applesauce on there, yep. you're good. It's perfect Real proportion. Good. And it's weird that applesauce became paired with potato pancakes. Yeah. Because you never open a baked potato and right. say, you know what this needs? <laughs> applesauce. <laughs> applesauce. Does not happen. <laughs> right. So, cause, and you never dunk french fries in applesauce. Or do, or do you, Josh? Maybe we should I try. did last Friday, but hmm. that's oh. because I had extra applesauce and we had the fries there. So, hmm. Actually, it's worth it? testing. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate that it. idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe we've stumbled onto something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people dip like french fries in like, like milkshakes and oh, stuff yeah. for the, the sweetness. So um, I think the yeah. contrary like a Wendy's frosty. Oh, yeah. Like, but like the salty and sweet might yeah. be why that works well. Yeah. Okay. I we're think thinking we're, about it. I think we all know what we're going to go try yep. after this episode. <laughs> but the bottom line is the, the plate became either baked or fried fish. And we say fish fry. We're talking about fried most of the time. Mm-hmm. That and a potato and a slice of bread, usually rye. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes coleslaw, oftentimes applesauce for the potato pancakes. And then um, a wedge of lemon because lemon on fish always makes it better. Whether it's fried or baked, just a little lemon squeeze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a good substitute. If you can put lemon on something, you brighten the flavors and you don't need salt as much. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to go. That is the standard fish fry meal. Now, the, the typical fish used, the most popular by far, is cod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but around in Wisconsin, perch, haddock, bluegill, walleye, very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, and they're usually on special, smelt, mm-hmm. which can be very good. They're little tiny Mm-hmm. Fish and then uh, along closer to the Mississippi River, oftentimes catfish. Oh yeah, is a popular yeah. option. Well, it's and it's That's not like for everybody. Pizza, I like a Cajun but... catfish. Well, a cat. Yeah, you have to kind of do a little mm-hmm. Cajun spice on a catfish. That complements it really well for some reason. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is my, my safe choice is cod because it's it's mild. Right. Um, but I really love a good perch. Mm. Oh, okay. And sometimes I order bluegill for reasons I've explained on a different show when a bluegill attacked me in Okachi Lake one time. (laughs) Out of spite. That's good. No, I told you why, right? I I was shirtless, floating on a noodle. And apparently nipples look like food to fish when they're really hungry. (laughs) And bluegill have very sharp teeth. Pay attention, fly tires. So if you're floating in the water and something's chomping on a sensitive part of your body... 
That's I've not, not heard this story before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry to lay it on you now, Susan, but <laughs> it was moles and nipples look like fi- food to mm-hmm. fish sometimes when they're really hungry. And so it attacked me, a, a buddy of mine floating who had a mole on his back. He went and nibbled on that. And we're just like, let's get out of this lake. Oh my God. But now for quite a while afterwards, because mm-hmm. that was, I, I felt cheap <laughs> yeah. after that, you know? Uh, but for several weeks afterwards, if I was at a fish fry or anything, and they're like, well, bluegill's on the menu. I'm like, that might've been his cousin. I want the bluegill. <laughs> so. so it's just out of anger. Okay. Yeah. yeah but it. bluegill is tasty as it well. It is good. Yeah. It is so. good. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's vengeful. But and okay. it's interesting because, well, I'm a Scorpio. I'm very vengeful, you know? <laughs> uh, other fish that are, are often popular in Wisconsin, though, you don't see in fish fries, like trout or salmon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is necessarily, be, but, yeah, you know, because that'd I, be interesting. I love salmon, but it, fried salmon in a fish fry would be weird. Yeah. And trout's almost always baked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it's a river thing. I don't know. I don't know why some fish are chosen and some aren't. Hmm. Yeah. But, but cod is by far the most popular. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got one more question, because I think that was a lot of great history, but I've got one more question before we dive into places to get really great fish fries, which is the difference in and why the difference for a fish fry versus a fish boil came to be. Well, the fish boils, that's a Door County thing, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's can't can't be exclusively that. But I don't like know if I've where ever did seen that a fish boil from? outside of Door County? Huh? I've yeah. actually never been to a fish boil. Not Neither even in Door County. Yeah. You haven't? Mm-mm. You're from Green Bay. You've never been to a fish boil? No. Wow. Hmm. Okay. It's, uh, well, Susan, you could probably talk about fish boils. Well, but I want to understand, like, I mean, I've been to one, but not, you know, like, where did that come from and who decided to throw, like, a huge bonfire full of fish instead <laughs> of, like, doing a fish fry at a separate club? Yeah. Well, I think fish boils date much further back than a fish fry yeah. does. Okay. And that's kind of the old traditional Scandinavian way of doing things, because if you can create a fireball and warm things up a little bit in Norway or Sweden, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Okay. It's probably also and they, availability of the oils and yep. stuff to mm-hmm. to fry it versus yeah, a lot of them, like boil some water. Like you, they would use whale oil and stuff back in the day to keep warm and probably to mm-hmm. heat and cook fish. But the you know fish boils they're never fried fish. Well, right. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, fried fish is always <laughs> just a little tastier. Okay, mm-hmm. I did quickly look it up. It is very specific to the Great Lakes and a lot of Scandinavian populations, but it really is only found along Lake Michigan and Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Thank you so much. So it's not just Door County, but it is, you've got to follow the lake. Yeah, it's yeah. very much a, you got to be near the shore. Yeah. To okay. do the fish boil. So you've tasted the, the fish from a fish boil. Yeah, I've gone to a fish boil. So compare them, fish boil to a fish fry anywhere in Door County. What well, do you prefer? I mean, I was going to say, that's not really a fair comparison. Those are very different, like, atmospheres and events. Also, fish boil is really only fun in the summer because mm-hmm. it's like a bonfire. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's, you know, I'm not going to go to one in January. <laughs> but taste-wise? Taste, well, again, it's also very different because it's just like a nicely cooked, like, you know, boiled fish versus a fried you or know, baked. meal. Yeah. Or baked. But, like, yeah, like one is, like, fry is always just like a little heavier, mm-hmm. you know, a little whatever. You do, like, the french fries, the whole thing. But a fish boil just makes me feel like I'm, like... I don't know. It gives me like summer camp vibes. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like a boiled or steamed piece of fish when you go to a fish boil. When you do a fish fry, it's either baked really well in the oven or it's Mm -hmm. fried with beer batter or a a variety Mm -hmm. of batters. And we should talk about the batters. We should talk about the batters. Um, Okay. Why don't we make that our last piece of like information and then we'll do recommendations. Shore lunch all the way. Mm. Did do that one time for the Mm -hmm. show in Kenosha. It's phenomenal. That batter is so good. That's what my dad uses. So what's in the batter? 
Um, Without going all proprietary blend of spices <laughs> or whatever on yeah. us. I, I don't know. It's literally just the Shore Lunch is the brand. Oh, okay. That you, you buy a box. He's um, Googling quick. He yeah, is Googling quick. I, I mean, quick. I don't know what's in it. I'm, I mean, standard breading is just, you know, it's flour, egg, and, you mm-hmm. know, then if you want to throw a little pepper or some other spices and another mm-hmm. thing of flour and you do the dredging yeah. like you would do with anything. But beer batter. That sounds... When I think of beer batter, I feel like that would be something I could only find in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's 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 very prevalent in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and obviously because we've been such a brewing capital right. around here. And then a lot of times, uh, you know, like the Miller and Pabst and those kinds of beers were always popular for, uh, like at taverns and restaurants for using in a beer batter. But a lot of craft breweries mm-hmm. that serve fish fries Ooh. will pick one of their signature craft beers, right? And do it in that. And some places will just use popular Wisconsin craft beers like the New Glarus and, and some of the others. And, uh, late- and, and some of our favorite sponsors, Leinenkugels. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be a Leinies beer batter. There are some really, and you can actually make, because Leinies, for example, brews a wide variety of beer. Mm-hmm. You can do the dark beers, you can do the lighter beers, and you can really change how that batter tastes based on what beer you use. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I can yeah, only I imagine. Even think of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine what it would taste like if we opened like a chocolate dunkle. Hmm. Like that would be a weird fish that would versus be a like weird, a summer. That would you know be what I mean? Weird to put in the batter, but yeah. like a you know a Bach or Liney's creamy dark. Yeah, some of those would be really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then but like the straight up old school Liney Kugel's beer or Liney's light mm-hmm. that would make a much lighter tasting batter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it depends on how you want. You can almost do a pairing <laughs> beer pairings with. We could. You know, your fried fish batter. Josh, why don't you call the line of Kugels? We should go back, and instead of a blind taste test just (laughs) off the taps, it'll be a taste test of just one filet with each beer. Yes. That would be great. Just stop recording and make this happen. (laughs) Josh, call call the line of Kugels. Done. I can do that. (laughs) Okay. All right. We've done a lot of different uh, examples and fun things today, but should we actually tell people where to get a good fish fry? We probably should, and I should note one other key item you need with a fish fry. Of course. Tartar sauce. Oh, yeah. You need the right topper. You need good tartar sauce. Culver's tartar sauce. We learned about that. I immediately thought about that when Craig Culver told us about that. If every fish fry had Culver's tartar sauce and the coleslaw, I would be Mm. so happy. Mm -hmm. If you need to go back and uh, figure out why we're so excited about Culver's tartar sauce, it's episode 85, Iconically Wisconsin, Culver's edition. Only seven episodes away from the pizza episode at 92. Oh, my God, Josh. <laughs> Is this what it's coming to, Dave? He's yep. trying to okay. outdo me. We're playing the hits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Josh, I-, I will let you go ahead and uh, do the honors of giving us our first recommendation. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. I would love mm. you to go first. I looked at Eric's list and he's got a ton in the Milwaukee area, which is good because I've, I'm always curious what's going on in the Milwaukee mm. area. But, um, you know, for me, really it comes down to... it. it it could be at a supper club. It could be at a tavern. Could be, you know, a, a good fish fry can be anywhere. Um, I even listed like a fast food fish fry at Culver's. It's not really technically mm. a fish fry. You can buy it whenever you want, yeah. but it's they they serve they serve it how it's supposed to to mm-hmm. be. They get the two or three piece. Got the coleslaw. Got the fries. All that dinner roll. Yeah. 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 One thing that really jumped out was when I lived out in the Rocky Mountains in the Pacific Northwest. For about a decade, like my wife and I, who's from the Pulver area, we'd always want to go get a fish fry. And people would look at us like like we had three heads because <laughs> nobody really knew what a fish fry was out that there. So, right. you know, they would say like, oh, yes, we have fish on the menu, but it, it's different. So when I look at a fish fry, 
I'm looking at the experience of the whole thing. I want to go in there. It's going to be multiple hours that you're going to go. You're going to go and you're going to sit at the bar. You're going to get your drink. You're going to wait. You know, there's Typically, if it's a good fish fry, it's always going to be crowded. And then, then you're going to get in and then they're going to serve it to you. And you can, there's plenty of places that you can go that will do the all you can eat, the, the um, family style, or you can just get it by the piece. Okay. So there's, there's a lot that goes into it. And you touched on <laughs> it with like potato salads, potato pancakes, and the potato salad that goes into this. Is it regular potato salad? Is it German potato salad? Oh, yeah. Do they have fried potatoes? It's each place has their own little hook. Mm-hmm. On why their fish fry is is the best, and so I get it. Like fish, oh, get it. I didn't even try that. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> I will say, going back into some of our our older videos, I shouldn't even say older. It's not even a year old yet. You went to the Clearview Supper Club up mm-hmm. in Saint Germain, oh, and yeah. the, the way you described that um, with the fish coming out and how it looked and what the taste was, I think was was a perfect way to do it. Now I can't remember exactly what you said, but if anybody wants to go back to the app, the YouTube channel and watch the St. Germain one. You can see him swim off a raft. You know, maybe that's where the bluegill got you. <laughs> is, that but, why, is that why it was the most popular? I think it was. Yeah, probably. I think it was. But that really did. That looked like um, that looked like a nice fish fry that you got. It so. was good. And that was a breading. Some of the breading's like always clinging to the fish. Yeah. This breading was kind of like, there was a pocket of air between the breading oh, and the yeah. fish. Mm. Sometimes breading is really, really firm. Mm-hmm. And so like, and like all this heat escapes and everything. Right. And th- what's kind of interesting with that is you can kind of portion out then your, your proportion of batter to fish. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you can scoop some fish out if you want and try it a little more exclusively or get a little extra batter. Do you take the, the tartar sauce and put it over the fish or do you take, you cut the fish and then you do a, a fork of, yep. Yep. okay. Or okay. dip by the fork fold. That way you can just distribute it better. That's, mm-hmm. that's a professional right there. <laughs> so as we were looking at, you know, which which places had the best fish fries in the state. Now, Eric, you and I must have been looking at the same sites because it was Lost Land Lake Lodge. Easy for me to say. Well, Four I did. Yeah, Hayward. I mean, the ones I did are off, you know, my experience, mm-hmm. but I did a little extra research. And yeah, I saw you had noted that down. This place in Hayward is on every list I've ever seen of best fish fries. Mm-hmm. And what's the what's the shameful part about that, Josh? That neither one of us have been there? neither one of us have been there. Yeah. (laughs) And as I'm looking at it, it's homemade tartar sauce, and they have fried potatoes. If Mm. you have a good fried potato with a nice butter and some onion that you fry it up with, that's hard to beat. You know, I will put that over a potato pancake, you know, or any type of potato products if you have a good fried potato. So Yeah, just kind of loose fried potatoes mm -hmm. with the, yeah. That's good stuff, too. Potato pancakes are good, but they can be dense. Yep. So So I actually have two, but before I get to the two, you know, so we're we're in the Madison area. So Toby's is always one that's, Mm. that's, uh, they had just won the... Madison's best fish fry. Mm. Gotta be honest, I've only been there a couple of times. I think it's a great fish fry. It's only like two miles from my house, which is <laughs> odd um, because it's I've only been there a couple of times in all the years that I've been here. There's one in McFarland that's called the Maple Tree Supper Club. They have a great salad bar. And that's one thing that we always want to take into consideration when you go to a fish fry is what are the amenities? And mm-hmm. a good salad bar, it, typically it's going to be in a supper club, is going to is going to have that. So, but that one, I our first time back, Johnny's our our sons, our first um, experience to a fish fry with Johnny was at the Maple Tree Supper Club. So that'll always rank up near the top because that was his first. <laughs> but I didn't know it wasn't all you can eat. It was by the by the piece, mm. and so I thought. Being a husky guy, let's get three. <laughs> like, why not? Let's roll out three. Yeah. These things came out, they were thick and they were long. And it was, you know, I could get through one 
and it was like, all right, I'm full. So mm-hmm. I, I, I overate at that particular <laughs> location, but that's one to, to consider. Plus they have a great bar on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's the full wraparound bar. Um, and then there's the Simpsons restaurant in Wapaka, which I'm excited about because I'm going there on Friday because we're, we're filming for season 35 and, um, in Wapaka to finish up and we're going to go to Simpsons restaurant. I've never eaten there before. Is that in the downtown area? Do you know? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I was right. I drove past Wapaka on my way back from a shoot a couple of days ago and I ended up at Hinder Brewing. Of course you did. Which was such <laughs> a great place. So if you can, man, pair those two up, that'd be yeah. excellent. Yeah. Okay. So that's one I'm, I'm looking for, but in the Madison area, it's actually technically it's in Roxbury. So if you're on Highway 12 mm. and you're heading out towards like Sauk and um, yep. you can cut over to Roxbury and it's called the Dorf House. Now this one, this one's great because you That's pull in. That's a supper club too. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yep. It's a supper club. It's a German themed supper club. So you pull in and they don't take reservations. So you have to get there early. And we've, <laughs> they don't start seating people until about five. And we would get there at like 4.30 and go to the go to the front bar and the front oh, bar yeah. is kind of like this very intimate small little bar and they make a nice stiff drink too by the way i mean so like <laughs> excellent drinks and so you go up there and it's kind of it's fun i mean you're just having a conversation with the people that you go there with and i mean you could be there an hour before before I mean, you actually sit down and start eating but the fact that your like dinner experience started at 4:30 oh, it was only it was only because if you waited until six mm-hmm. to go there oh, yeah. you're going to be eating late in the right. evening mm-hmm. so you have to it wasn't the the dinner portion wasn't going to start at 4 30 that was just well, the no, entrance like, to the facility and the enjoyment of the drinks right no but that's what i'm saying the fact that it's that's where the whole experience has oh, to yeah. begin like that early yeah. still i would consider that the she's afternoon. just yeah. trying to call you out for not being working at 4 30 on a Friday. no i'm more calling him out for being 85 <laughs> wow. years old but well, okay but so it's it's really, kind of, Susan Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a it's a large building, but once you get inside, like the front bar is very intimate, so it's it feels small. Then the the dining area is small, and then they have a whole another back area where they have a back bar, and that's where like we were there one night and we couldn't sit in the front area, so we were sitting in the back area. But it turned out to be even better because they had a polka band going, so Ooh. we're enjoying our fish fry. <laughs> There's a polka band. The drinks are coming. They're good. So it's, you can't beat it. quintessential Wisconsin. Yeah, it sounds great. But here's the best part. Oh. They have homemade fritters that they load you up with. So you're talking about the bread piece. Yeah. They have the homemade fritters. Oh, they're fantastic. And then it comes out. It's family style. It's all you can eat family style. The actual fish is my favorite fish. It's that, it's when you, when you fry a good haddock, Hmm. it's, that's hard to beat with a good fish fry in Wisconsin. So. They have it, and it's very light batter, and you know it's 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 a really good fish. And then they come out, and they have the German potato salad, and they do you know all the everything that you can imagine. The coleslaw is fantastic. You can get some nice like a baked potato if you want, the regular mm-hmm. French fries and everything. But they keep coming and coming and coming, and you are you're always going to overeat. That was always <laughs> my problem. You go there, you know it's going to be a multiple hour event because of the you know the. The waiting for the table and just the camaraderie that you can have with everybody that you're there with, that's part of a fish fry to me. But the fish at the Dorf House is absolutely fantastic. Mm. Very nice. Well, you know how to sell it. Well, that's a glowing review. (laughs) Man. It's like you do sales for a living, Josh. Well, (laughs) I like what I eat. (laughs) 
Eric, do you think you can uh, you can top that? Well, I'm not going to get into as much detail in every place because then this will be a four hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I only have one more that, I, that I'm going to talk about. Okay. In you want me to do a few much first? Deep. Yeah, you okay. do it because I need to need to well, focus on mine. <laughs> the, the, the first one I'm going to mention is uh, because you brought up a polka band. Mm-hmm. And there is a very well-known craft brewery in Milwaukee called the Lakefront Brewery. Mm-hmm. And they will often have live music accompanying their fish fry in their uh, kind of brewing tap house area, which is pretty large. Yeah. The building's right on, it's weird. It's the lakefront brewery, but they're on the Milwaukee River mm-hmm. in that kind of in the Schlitz Beer District just north of downtown. And they will often, all the dinners, uh, it, it's family style, and you sit at huge tables. Like there's tables of eight and 12 there, and you're sitting with other people. So it's kind how do you, of a how do you feel forced camaraderie. That? Depends on who I'm sitting with. Okay. Forced but, you know, you don't, you don't have to deal with the other people at the table if you don't want. You can keep to yourselves okay. if you want. But the thing is, it's a very social mm-hmm. atmosphere, uh, which was a big problem during COVID. <laughs> it's right. Been, you know, at times, depending on how the things go, it's back to that style. But uh, when I've had fish fries there, and they've been excellent, and I think they use for their batter, they use their own beers. And I think one time they were using Eastside Dark. Mm-hmm. And that made for a really good, unique batter on that fish. And the mm-hmm. fish is wonderful. So it's a very social experience. And then oftentimes there are bands that play. So you can get some polka with your fish fry in Milwaukee, too. They have at Lakefront Brewery. great cheese curds. So I yes, trust their do. ability to fry things. They're excellent <laughs> cheese curds. They know what they're doing. They were also listed on every list mm-hmm. that I looked at for yeah. top in the state. Very mm-hmm. popular for that. And just look for the fun Larry Moe and Curly uh, like little... Not signs out front, but there's little images of them there. It's pretty <laughs> funny. My One of my favorite uh, fish fries in the state is one of my favorite restaurants anywhere, and that's the Golden Mast, which is, it's in Waukesha County on Okachi Lake, right by Oconomowoc. It's been there for 50 plus years. The Weisgerber family owns that along with some other restaurants in the area. And they will do it family style. And they will bring out, and you know, you get your own table there. You don't have to sit with a bunch of other people. But they will bring out huge platters of all of the stuff, all the fish, the fries, the potato pancakes, the coleslaw, and you just you take what you want off of that. And if you happen to eat all that stuff off that plate, if it, they'll bring you another one just mm. till you're done. And uh, just a spectacular place in a very Germanic atmosphere. You can drink out of Steins if you want. They have the Hofbrau, and they have beautiful views out the window of uh, Ovocachi Lake. Mm. So it's it's a really really great place to check out a fish fry. Now one of the most popular in Milwaukee. Some places are so popular they have drive-throughs for their fish fry. Ooh, ridiculous! Yeah, in the packing house. <laughs> which is on Layton Avenue along the north edge of the airport in Milwaukee, is well known for having, there will be a line down Layton Avenue for half a mile or more yep. on some wow. nights as they pick up fish. And I was going to, Chris Wyken is is the owner of the place. And I was going to call him, I know him. And I was I just ran out of time, but I was like, how many pounds of fish do they go through on yeah. a Friday night? <laughs> so Chris, if you're listening, uh, message me and let me know, okay? <laughs> um, but they have a fantastic fish fry too. Hmm. And uh, so we've gone there for dine-in. I've never tried the drive through fish fry. Uh, and, and frankly, you want to live close if you're doing the drive through fish fry. You can't, fish fries don't age well for more than, you know, right. 20, 30 minutes or so. But when you have the fresh fish there, it's, and then I don't think they beer batter it. Whatever that batter is that they use, though, the breading is wonderful. Hmm. So I would, I would highly recommend those. Uh, and there's a couple of others in Milwaukee. There's the Swing and Door Exchange, which is a really cool bar downtown. Have you been there, Josh? I haven't. No, but it's, I like the name of it. It <laughs> is in, uh, they used to have a swinging door you'd walk through. They kind of, change that up but uh it's in a great old building on michigan street in downtown milwaukee called the uh, grain exchange oh that's what i was going to ask you oh, yeah. where it was it was built in 1879 it, it held the world's largest grain trading pit 
mm-hmm. in the 1870s, back before dairy became the big thing here. We were a huge grain state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that bar used to be a Western Union telegraph station in the 1880s. There's pictures of, of bike messengers from the <laughs> 1890s who would ride around and collect messages and send them back and forth. Uh, there's an old safe in there, an old Wells Fargo safe. There's a lot of cool history in there, but their their food in general is phenomenal. And the place looks, it looks towny bar you know, it's dark. The red carpeting on that floor has been there since probably the 60s. Oh, um, I have been there. So, you, oh, that was, that's what triggered you, right? <laughs> well, when you said, <laughs> hey, the red carpeting, I've no, been you there. Talk, when you described the bar next to it, oh, that's, yes. yeah, I remember that. Because we've gone there for a couple of weddings. We went to the Great oh, Exchange yes. for a couple of weddings. That is the popular place to go. And then we find ourselves at the bar. At street yeah. level, yep. So they have kind of that darker wood bar on mm-hmm. one side. And then on the other, there's a little small dining room with cloth tables and cloth napkins. And so Classy. it's, it's kind of, yeah, there's a slightly nicer area. And then there's kind of the old school area that uh it's just great but their food is wonderful and their fish fry is that that fish fry also makes the list of oh wow everyone's favorites and uh so i would highly recommend them and then to go to west milwaukee a little suburb that's nestled between milwaukee and west dallas right by american family field kegels inn which is on national avenue that's an old school german restaurant and mm. they do that fish fry up very very well and I would highly, highly recommend checking that one out, too. And if you want a little rouladen while you're at it, hey, go for it. Just to make sure we have time for it, I see one on your list that I would love to hear more about. Will you tell me about Crawfish Junction? Crawfish Junction is in Milford, and uh, it's that's on the road. It's on County Road A between Lake Mills and Watertown. But it was actually voted one of Madison's favorite fish fries. Oh, Hmm. It's 30 miles, well, 20 miles out of Madison, but it was still one of Madison's favorite fish fries. Yeah, Crawfish Junction, it's right on the Crawfish River in County A, hence the name. And they have all kinds of great food. They have a nice variety of fish, uh, but on their fish fries, you can also opt for scallops. Oh. Which I love good (laughs) scallops. Uh, And then to be a little bit of a landlubber with your (laughs) otherwise fish fry, they will offer at times alligator and frog legs. Cool. They got a bit of a Cajun cool. bend to them. Taste of the and bayou. They, and they will do super spicy food, too. So they will do a spicy fish fry for Ooh. you. Well, I would love the spicy fish fry, but yeah. the, the alligator? Uh, <laughs> tastes like chicken. tough. Tastes yeah. like chicken. Yeah, yeah it tastes, it's like tougher chicken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actually, Josh, if you and I go out for a meal, and we really have, we should eat together more. Up we, should, <laughs> but we should. Uh, Crawfish Junction would be an excellent place for you and I to go and try. And it's more of a bar than a restaurant. Uh, but they, they do a lot of fun events and everything like that. That'd be a fun place to go. I saw one on your list, and I'm hoping you're going to talk about the VFW. Well, mm. I was going to say that as a, a general recommendation. Oh, yeah. Now, I've learned to appreciate VFW posts in all these towns. Yeah. Because they're usually, you know, very old school bars, yep. right? And a lot of them have restaurants. Not all of them do. But the ones, there's the Eagle River VFW, which is post-8637, gets this huge reputation for their fish fry. Hmm. And there's one in Heartland, uh, which is in Waukesha County, that I love, the American Legion Post 294. One of the best fish fries I've ever had. Wow. And it's like just two older dudes back there, and they cook the stuff up and <laughs> and make it. So if you're, you know, we've talked about fish fries in supper clubs and just restaurants yep. in general and taverns. If you find a VFW post in any town, there is a good chance they're going to have an amazingly good fish fry. Right. And they'll be able to tell you exactly where they caught those fish. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> caught this one this morning on the lake right over yonder. And, whatever. <laughs> and so uh, lovingly, lovingly made, too, I might add. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that reminds me of my only recommendation, which my wife wanted me to talk about. Um, not sure how useful this is to listeners, but uh, 
<laughs> my dad's garage is where she says the best fish fry in the state is. That's not a um, bar, by the way. Nope. That He's is, being very literal. That is Tom Janice's garage in Swamico, Wisconsin. Tom Janice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Growing up, I, I, I took a little while to get around to seafood and all of that. But for a long time, I just I never ordered it at restaurants just because everyone who had his fish fry was always like, this is the best fish I've had in my life. <laughs> like you have changed my mind about fish. So I was always nervous that if I would ordered it at a restaurant, I would be disappointed. But yeah, apparently hmm. he makes pretty good fish. He he has his own like big freezer in the basement that is just for his fish. That he catches and freezes. And so this is all fish he catches himself? Yep. And where does he go? In the waters of Green Bay or in the lakes? Or? Um, a lot of Lake Michigan. But yeah, he fishes everywhere. I mean, Pelican Lake is where a lot comes ah, from. Yes. What type? Uh, he's big into walleye. Perch and walleye were big. We always have a bag of walleye sitting in the freezer that we can thaw up. <laughs> always and have got some... that bag of walleye. Yep. A bag of walleye. <laughs> a bag of walleye. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, right? like... Him and my grandpa are just so good at filleting fish that they'll go out and catch a whole boatload and like when they Within come limits, off the water, obviously. yeah, <laughs> yeah. When they come off the water, they fillet them all up, put them in bags, and we have one that night, and we freeze the rest and taste just as fresh. Now I will say a, a freshly caught fish that's like fried right in front of you. Oh yeah, that's the best you can have. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've so, done that before. Actually, we did that on a shoot one time. We were on Plum Lake. Ooh. Up near Saner and Star Lake in yeah. that area. And it was, gosh, I think, well, it was 22 below when I woke up that morning. It was sunny and the temperature shot up to eight below and there was no wind. So it really wasn't that bad out there. But so they, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> they were ice fishing and they had a grill out on the ice. Oh, yeah. And it's wild because you look under the grill and the ice kind of melts and then refreezes and it's all just pointing up towards the grill. It's almost <laughs> ominous looking. But they were frying the fish fresh, like, pulling it out of the water, they'd go fillet it somewhere quick, bring it out, and then just start frying it up right there. So I had a fish fry. It wasn't a restaurant, of course, but it was literally a fish fry where the fish maybe 15 minutes prior was swimming in the wow. lake. And maybe 20 minutes, but still, it just it was amazing. They're frying the fish on the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you ever go a... to the dam in Prairie de Sac, there's a lot of people who fish that beach right below the dam. Mm-hmm. They'll have a bunch of catfish poles out there and they just have bonfires on the beach that they're ready to cook those catfish up right away. That's it's pretty so intimidating crazy. to the fish. Yeah. That's a rough ice. day if you're yeah. a right. fish. Yeah. Oh my well, gosh. I'm swimming around right now, but by tonight I'm going to be in somebody's tummy. Right. Oh my, <laughs> wow. Oof. oh my goodness. Well, you know what, friends? For the sake of time, thank you very much for that, Dave. Uh, we will all be visiting. Yeah, everyone Tom is Janice's welcome. House. <laughs> I, I swear, he will host everybody who's interested. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. So is the Josh. address going out on the uh, podcast or what? Uh, hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Josh, do us a favor. Take us home with our final recommendation. I was going to do one more up north one real quick. You do it. All right, fine. Ashland. Inside South Shore Brewery is the Deepwater Grill, and you're getting fresh fish out of Lake Superior. Mm. Grilled up that night at their fish fry, which I highly recommend. And they have a unique side that you don't see at many fish fries, saffron rice. Ooh. Mm. I've never heard of that. Excellent. expansive. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it, it's not all you can eat, I assume. No. Okay. <laughs> The rice, maybe. The rice might be more expensive than the fish. <laughs> Saffron's not cheap. Saffron oh. is a piece. Yeah, yeah it is. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's good. And I like the unique twist, so I had to give them a shout out. 
Hmm. Awesome. All right, Josh, All take right. us home. This is mine. <clears throat> okay, so much like... I said I was spoiled. I grew up in the northern part of the state, so I, I happen to. There's great fish fries all over the place. There's great supper clubs everywhere. There's good restaurants everywhere. I, I feel like the the folks up north really know how to do it because they really need to put in that extra effort for all the tourists that come up during the summertime. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's always the way it's it's been. You know, and my hometown in Rhinelander has one that I've always gone to. But there's plenty. There's the fireside. There's backwaters. I mean, there's. There's uh, Hankel's Town Pump. I mean, there's there's really good fish fries all over town. But the one that really jumps out, this thing's been around since 1932. They've had the same owners now for about 30 years. It's very nostalgic. It's the Swearingen's Elgin Dinner Club. It's not a supper club. It's a dinner club. Ooh, okay. And the difference is? We're just a little bit more classy. Oh, <laughs> I don't know the difference, but okay. <clears throat> I know their jingle. You know, I can I can hear it in my head, and, and they just say they have a jingle. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sing it. I'll say <laughs> it, uh, but it's the El Gen Dinner Club. Yesterday's atmosphere serving today's favorites. No? So you sang it a little bit. You well, said it I like was. a disc jockey. <laughs> well, maybe. But yeah, yesterday's atmosphere yeah. and today's favorites, the El Gen Supper Club. Yeah, I, it's, it no. is. A, I, I really like the place, and it, I like it because it's. It's got that old school feel. It's a log cabin, but it's not a thick log cabin, the newer kind of stuff. This is one that was actually built in 1932, and they got the really small logs. And it's a, you walk right into this bar that's a wraparound bar. And immediately when you walk in, you feel like you're in the cabin here. I mean, there's mounts everywhere. You know, <laughs> if it's you're going in for the holiday season, they have Christmas lights on every single antler that's in there. I mean, it's just, <laughs> they do a really good job of atmosphere right when you walk into the bar. And so you walk into the bar and you go right up to the hostess stand. Again, there's no reservations. And that's where you're going to see a ton of people in town that you haven't seen, you know, in a while, if you're coming back or if you, you're going to run into your neighbors, that everybody goes to the Elgin. And it's just, a, it's such a warm and welcoming and cozy place when you go in there. But again, I was just there on Friday. So I walk in. And it's just, you know, it just, you you walk in and you see this, the bar is full of people and there's people standing behind other people, like just waiting for your, your number to get called. And they've had the same two bartenders for, it seems like 30 years, but <laughs> they make phenomenal drinks. Their old fashions there are, are fantastic. I would put it up there with some of the best in the state. I'm not going to say the best in the state because... We're still trying to we're still trying to try every single old fashioned yeah. in the state. So I'll say it's one of the best. Okay, and you go in, and they bring you back to your table when it's your turn. Now you can get an all you can eat, and it's family style. You can get a regular fish fry, or you can get the poor man's lobster, <laughs> which is broiled fish. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, so it is. Um, it's one of those where it's like. They serve potato pancakes, but they do the potato pancakes really well. Comes out, it has the applesauce with it. Now, they used to do family style, but their family style is now individualized. You can still order it, but I, because of COVID, they had to, instead of just throwing everything like you were talking about in the other place, put it on one big tray and everybody digs in. Mm-hmm. Now, they're a little bit more conscious about it, um, so you get the individualized sides that you can just ask for over and over and over again. The potato salad... It's it's great. It's your traditional potato salad. It's not the German potato salad. It's not fried potatoes, anything. It's just regular potato salad. They got good coleslaw, but then they have macaroni salad, but it's tuna macaroni. That's, <laughs> I didn't think I'd, I'd like that. I, okay. <laughs> but it's excellent. Okay. I, I enjoy it. They I'll have their bread. They have a homemade raisin walnut bread, which is, which is unique. Raisin walnuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
It's it's excellent. Okay. So, but they also have a rye bread and I'm not a rye bread fan, but I will have their rye bread because it's nice. It's, it's, it's not dry. It's nice and moist and throw a couple of slabs of butter on there and you just, you, you know, take it down with the fish. But when the fish comes out, <laughs> that's what I really enjoy. So it comes out and the first, the first plate that we had must've just been, they must've just taken it right out of the, the fryer because it was, it was like, it was hot. And mm-hmm. when it's that hot, it's so good. I mean, hmm. like a, a really hot fish. I love it that way. And so it comes out, they're like in little cubes, probably a, a two inch by two inch cube. And it's about an inch thick. So you're, you're not overdoing it on, on one long piece because this gives you more surface area for the batter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's such a great place. And I love going in there. They have two old fireplaces. It's not very big inside, but they turn over people with speed considering you can be there for two hours. You know, I mean, you could be there all night if you want, but, hmm. but they, they go through a lot of fish fries every single Friday and they just do an, uh, an excellent job at creating an atmosphere where it's fun and welcoming and the food is, is good. And you know, the drinks are outstanding, but for the Instagrammers out there, they have a big neon that goes across the roof. That's good. The L gin. So, you know, there's tons of people that take their pictures and they post and, hmm. you know, it's the Wisconsin supper club enthusiast page. We'll, we'll have pictures of the L gin supper club neon sign on there. So if you're in the Rhinelander area, you can't go wrong by going to any of them, but swearing gins, L gin dinner club. Hmm. Very nice. Once again, I have a not glowing been, review. But I need to go. Yeah. He really yeah. paints a picture. Especially with, the neon, especially with the neon, it's a glowing review. I got to get oh, a picture of that. Literally. There <laughs> we go. Do you remember the jingle? No, but it sounded very disc jockey-ish. I remember that. <laughs> Yesterday's atmosphere serving today's favorites. <laughs> awesome. Well, Josh Osterman, thank you again for coming back in and for being our longest running, returning guest here on The Cabin. Yeah, like the John Goodman of The Cabin. <laughs> he was on Saturday Night Live seven times. Hey, if I keep on or putting Tom out Hanks. Tom Hanks, who else was on a lot? So. <laughs> you're, you're our version of that. Tell you what. Come back later when you have the next uh, foodie episode that we have to do, okay? Done. Mm-hmm. Let us know what that topic is. Yep. <laughs> Boy, French fries, pizza. I'm looking forward to seeing what topic we're going to come we up with. We could go hot this. beef, but that ends with Ray's. It's <laughs> one and one only. Oh. oh, wait. Is it a burger episode? We could do that. We've done a burger episode, but we're ready for another one soon. I don't think we did. I think you did a TV episode, not a podcast I episode. I did. We haven't done a podcast episode on burgers? No, hmm. sir. Oh, well. Pfft. You know that my head is a spreadsheet. Yes, it is. Well, the answer let's, is no. let's get it added in as a row. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, All right. Okay, perfect. cool. All right. Well, Josh, thank you again. Thanks, everyone. Well, that, that was a good was... episode. <laughs> we're not even done. That was a good chat. We, yeah. We, uh, yeah. We got to cruise through the rest of this episode, but Just it's always good to have Josh around. Yes, it is. He gets into detail. Oh, yeah. He does. And uh, I'm going to do the opposite pretty soon because I'm going to name like a you bunch are. more fish fry oh, yeah. places at listener request or listener suggestions. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those so. are our fan submitted fish fry requests. Uh, but before that, I mean, we got a lot of great fish fry education here today. Literally education mm-hmm. and then recommendations. But do you know where else is a great place for education? Nice. Nice transition. <laughs> Thank you. I'm getting better at this, you guys. <laughs> UW Platteville? UW Platteville. Absolutely, Dave. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's a great place if you're looking for your master's, if you're looking for a certain um, professional certificate, specifically in engineering, project management. Um, what a great place. Beautiful location, beautiful Eric, location, as you love to absolutely. mention. But it also is an online program, so you don't necessarily have to go to the beautiful location. Uh, although, 
It is pretty mm-hmm. and incredibly affordable. If you're looking for your next big career move and you need some education, go to UW Platteville, which is uwplat.edu. Platt with two T's. Platt with two mm-hmm. T's. But, uh, Check it yes. out. All right. And Kevin's also brought to you by Wild Eagle Lodge. So much cool stuff you can do up there in the winter. Now, it's just in the Eagle River area, uh, really kind of frolicking amidst the world's largest chain of interconnected freshwater lakes. Wonderful location. Uh, and there's just so many things to do, uh, whether there's a lot of snow on the ground or not. Uh, ice skating's a great activity. Winter kayaking is wonderful because you can go in between all those lakes. So many great areas to explore. Uh, it's a wonderful winter getaway to the North Woods. Now, we've we've filmed up there before a number of times, showcasing all the great uh, amenities around there. And it's just a wonderful, cozy, up north place mm-hmm. to stay. If you love wood mm-hmm. <laughs> and a cabiny feel, uh, Wild Eagle Lodge does it. Plus, they have a lot of great opportunities for, uh, for kids to play and do some other cool things. Uh, and you're really at the Mecca for winter recreation and sports. Snowmobiling a huge thing around there and everything, too. So, uh, And if you get a chance, jump on uh, the Discover Wisconsin YouTube page or look at our app. And uh, check out Wild Eagle Lodge on there because there's a lot mm-hmm. of what I'm saying you can visualize mm-hmm. yeah. very easily. Well, you put out a great digital short last winter about it. So, yeah, just uh, just one year ago, people can go ahead and see mm-hmm. all those winter activities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, now, Eric, I'm very excited. Much like the last time Josh was in here and we did the best local pizza restaurants, I put it out on social media. People cab- show up for these. They really it. do. At the Cabin Pod on <laughs> Instagram. If you are not following, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but I asked everyone where the best Friday Night Fish Fry was. There were so many responses on social media. Eric, do you think you can do another Wisconsin in 72? Yeah, I don't know if I can fit all these in here. But, you know, a couple of these don't have the where they are. What do, what do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, Club Forest, where is it? You know. Okay, but, fine. Well, in- here. The forest. Well, in the forest, yes. It is in Clover. So I'm going to name a bunch of places. Oh, there's Mareeks and Croups and Remingtons, too. I'm wondering if the Remingtons is the one in Thienesville that I know of. <laughs> it would be cool. So a couple of these places I may not have the city, but that's only because they weren't provided to me. They weren't the provided listeners. to me. I know. That's I'm saying this does And not... I didn't have enough time to research. Yes. Okay. So no problem. All right. <laughs> I will uh, <clears throat> do my best here. <clears throat> here All we go. All right. All right. Club Forest in Plover, Danny Haskell's in Muskego, Wentz on the Lake in Van Dyne, Mineshaft in Hartford, of course, the right place in Bellevue, Mareeks, Croups, Remingtons, I'm assuming Fiendsville, Busky Bay Resort in Iron River, Loopies in Chippewa Falls, Sister Bay Bowl in Door County, big thumbs up, Quibby's <laughs> Grove in Fitchburg, Out Town Club, which is kind of north of Kimberley along 41, Ghost Town in Grafton, the Loading Zone, Corton House in Eau Claire, McBob's in Milwaukee, Hungry Peddler in La Crosse, Jimmy's in Jackson, Kickback in Eagle River, Bill and Stell's in Eureka, Pine Ridge and Stone Lake, Wabi Lodge, Hooterville Inn in Blue Mounds, Dexter's Pub in Madison, Pier Plaza and Restaurant, The Fat Radish in Cornucopia, Many Penny Bistro on Bayfield, Rookie Sports Pub in Stevens Point, Off-Broadway in Monona, Clearwater Harbor in St. Germain, Chris's USA in Burlington, The Barrel Inn in Marshall, The Fireside Dinner Theater in Fort Atkinson, Schultz Country Inn in Merrill, Bailey's Harbor Fish Market and Grill in Bailey's Harbor, Nightingale Supper Club in Sturgeon Bay, Toby's Supper Club in McFarland, Frederick Supper Clubs in Milton, Good Time Restaurant in Washburn, The Depot in Caledonia, Fox Hollow in Barry Mills or Bar Mills, the Boathouse in Manaqua, Jack's Tap in Portage, Trailways Inn in Hartford, Lake Beulah Country Club in Eagle, Roarers Grand Slam in Brussels, Anchor Bay in Byron, Nightcap Inn in Palmyra, The Beehive in Nina, The Heritage Inn in McAllister, Fire to Fork in Delavan, Maple Inn in Ashpen, Green Acres in Sauk County, Clearview Supper Club in St. Germain. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> Boom! My mind is blown. <laughs> that was I'm like, so impressed. That was like two pages, <laughs> 
Well done. Oh, Thank you. Round of Thank you. For oh, that one, Eric. <laughs> Thirty plus years as a desk jockey pays off. You right? did it. Oh man. I heard. I could hear you going. Oh, oh, is he going to make it? It's close. And I was. I was reading that so fast. Usually there's an audio cue, and I can kind of tell there's about five or six seconds left, but yeah. I couldn't hear it because I was trying to get through the list. Yeah. yeah. So, no, you nailed well it. Done. Well done. Well. Uh, uh, My jaw and tongue are tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me take over for a little bit. Uh, this week's review of the week comes to us from Apple Podcast user Fits Me. It says, Ahoy from Illinois. And I feel like this first part has That's to be cute. sung. Little story about Mike and Diane. <laughs> Two Illinoisans who love Wisconsin. <laughs> Ooh, there's no tasty freeze involved in here, is there? Okay. <laughs> So anyway, uh, two Illinoisans who love Wisconsin, being Flatlanders who love to visit Wisconsin, we find this podcast a must listen. It's very informative and our must do list keeps expanding. I look forward every week to hearing what hidden gems they turn us on to. The interaction and jocularity. There's a new word. Oh, I like that word. I had to look that one up. Between the cast will make you laugh. A fave for us for sure. Well, thank you so much, Fits Me, for listening and reviewing. Yes. And for the vocab lesson of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and Diane, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So make sure you join us next week when we're talking winter sports, but the unconventional ones. Definitely tune in for that. And as we get ready to wrap up, I want to remind you of this message from the All of Us Research Program. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people to help researchers make healthcare more precise by creating individualized prevention and treatment options. When you join, you'll share your unique health information and become part of the largest and most diverse medical research program ever. The more data researchers have, the more they'll be able to create better care for all of us. Introducing the next breakthrough in medicine, you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janis, and me, Susan Foch, with guest host Josh Osterman, produced by me and Audio Dave, with video editing by River Sparks, and social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com, and don't forget to leave us a review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. It's no secret that winters in Wisconsin can be long and cold, and while some people head south or hole up inside for the season, Wisconsin has so much natural beauty, events, and activities that actually make winter one of the best times of the year. And while there's plenty of winter sports and activities that you're probably familiar with, there are others that show how innovative, artistic, and good-humored Wisconsinites can be, even in the coldest of temps. Snow kiting is we're on skis or snowboard, and then we have a harness, barn lines that go up to a kite, and the kite is pulling us across the, the, the lakes in the wind. There's also countless events throughout winter that give people opportunities to get outside and have fun while doing it. Obstacles are anything that little kids can do and up to people in their 80s if they want to be out here. So anybody can enjoy the fun. It can be a little chilly here in Wisconsin, but people are pumped up for it. They're happy. There's always a smile on everybody's face throughout the whole race. We love coming for the sculptures. We've been out here for the last four years, and it's something we love to do as a family. So next time you're feeling the winter blues, head outside or attend a nearby event. You might find yourself competing in a human dog sled race in Lake Geneva or a recliner race in Vilas County. Maybe you're an expert smoosh boarder or want to admire incredible snow and ice sculptures. Consider making the most of the long freeze and enjoy some of Wisconsin's unique and sometimes wacky cold weather events and activities. 
And now you know your Wisconsin.